Welcome to this episode of Zula Pillow Talk. I have here with me a very special guest. Hi, Narelle. Hello. Welcome to my bed. Yeah, <laughs> we're plonked on her bed, really comfy with Twiggy, her long-haired chihuahua. Yes. <laughs> so, Narelle, I heard that you have a new single out. I do. Yes, tell us more about it, please. Uh, <laughs> this is my first single, mm-hmm. I would say. First proper single. Yeah. And um, I've been wanting to put out music for a while, and I've been trying to... Right, and with that also facing a lot of like internal issues, um, but it was it was a good process, and then I kind of like finally spammed like a two week session thing, and out of my head was the song that I was like, okay, this has to come out first. Like I don't know why, but yeah. So because uh, out of my head is like it's it's how what I feel. I don't know, can I say that? Like my, it's like, I feel like my dick is out, you know? <laughs> yes, you can yeah, say that. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like, sometimes when you go online and like social media and then ev- and, and especially doing it for a while, like yeah. everyone is always about like, oh, look at this life and blah, blah. And I know yeah. I buy into it as well. Yeah. Like, it's easy because, you know, it's, it's easier to show the nicer parts of your life and then you yeah. don't know how much of your crappy life to show. And then that started seeping into me. Like I started feeling like, oh no, like I, I want to be more genuine. But then... I don't know how, you know, how do you yeah. start once you've already done this for a long yeah. time and you've created this world yes. online. Yes, you used to it already. Yeah, so, I, maybe it's like the Libra in me, but I was like, okay, if I'm going to put a song out, I have to put the ugliest side of me out first. So, Out of My Head is actually the worst part. Is it the me. worst part? I think so, because that, I mean, it was definitely written, I mean, I wrote all my songs about, about emotion. <laughs> Um, different emotions that yeah. I was feeling through this like kind of weird phase in my life. Okay. So out of my head is like, is me being indulgent into bad behavior, into toxicity. Is about me being childish and like throwing a tantrum. But at the same time, it's so real and every, and it was a it was it is a part of my life and I had to acknowledge that. Yeah. I feel so. Ugh, it- ugh. That's dick out out of yeah. my head, yeah. But it's doing really well. I'm hearing it everywhere. Really? Yeah, including in her room, by the way. <laughs> when we played Google, <laughs> on we started Google. playing, and they were yeah. like, "Next." <laughs> Google's actually my master. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, "Oh, it's a nice sunny day. I'm so sorry. I have to play this all this anger and angst." But no, actually, it doesn't sound so angsty to really? me. Really? Yeah, it sounds like very catchy and like, um. It sounds more like um, just, you know, like, oh, I, I, I can't get you, you know, like, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. but, but yeah, not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, Interesting. It doesn't, it doesn't feel very heavy. That's, but does it feel like a little bit sinister? A little, especially okay. with the visual, because I went to watch your video. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very aesthetic. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to just create, I guess, the vibe of, like, how I felt in the song. Yeah. What the song is, to me, at least. Which is cool. It was fun. Uh, the director is actually May. You know May, right? Mark's May. Yeah, yeah. So it was really cool because I think. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like the two of us, like we 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 don't hang out that much. But mm-hmm. every time we bond, we bond over. I guess like being Xiaozabos lah. I thought I call her. I was like, hey, you want to direct a video? Cause like it's a Xiaozabos video, and like you know, you know. <laughs> and she's so like, yeah, cute. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I knew like I didn't have to explain to her the mm. emotion, and I think I mean I'm not saying that all girls feel that way, but um, I think being feeling crazy is something that we do feel because we are emotional and and it's also exacerbated I guess by the environment like you know feeling like maybe you have to present a certain persona or you can't 
flip out and like a lot of it was actually pulled from like I did madness in literature like last time in school so there's this uh-huh. book called uh, White Sagasso Sea that I just died for because I was like oh my god damn real <laughs> have, you, have you read it before? no I, do, a, I don't read that much anymore I read I know, like 9 gag and Instagram captions <laughs> 9 gag girl I've been on 9 gag for like 12 years Oh, as in like you've been looking at their stuff for 12 years. Yeah. I didn't know they were around for that long. Yeah. 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 So like what actually inspired the, the song and also um, actually you have a whole album coming out, right? Yeah. Yeah, when is that coming out? Uh, it's... Is it a secret? Coming? No, it's not a secret. Okay. It's just that like I need to finish them. Ah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know how long it's going to take. It's quite funny because I wrote um, all the songs in one shot. Yeah. And it was only later where I started to like look at the songs and I was just writing each song based on like, okay, today we go in the studio, how do I feel? And okay, like there were a couple of like stuff. I mean, I actually did quite a lot of research like, before that. I like wrote down all these different like poems or whatever, things that I felt like notes, things that I've talked to my friends about. And then I would just like, I just started putting those into songs because to me, I guess this journey was a bit of like self-therapy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the, <laughs> what I thought was the end of self-therapy, but now I realise it's actually still the start. <laughs> Well, I think that's great actually that you have an outlet to express all these emotions yeah, into. Yeah, but the funny thing is that it's not like I've been... I mean, I have been songwriting like with the band and yeah. everything, but it's not like I've been doing this... You know, like some people are like, oh, I've been writing songs since I was five. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I actually <laughs> didn't and I... I, Writing things that were personal was kind of a new journey into songs. Like, right. Yeah, which was... I mean, it was fun. Yeah. But then, but then when I wrote all the songs, I looked at it and I kind of realised that all the... Everything I'd written up to that point was... I guess my process of getting over like a traumatic experience. Okay. Yeah. For me, it was like a toxic relationship, but it not it wasn't just a relationship. It was kind of like, um, I guess like gr- growing up. Like one was graduating from school and like having to face the adult world and realizing maybe like I did not have as much work experience as I wanted, and I was yeah. like daunted with the, my whole life ahead of me. Yeah. So it was. I mean, it was a necessary period. I think most people do go through that. Like, I definitely. How old are you? Huh? I'm oh, twenty. So. I'm twenty six, turning twenty seven. How about uh, you? I'm twenty five, turning twenty six. Oh, okay, you're just a little bit younger <laughs> than me. I think. I think we all feel that way at right? some point. Right at twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends come to me and they're like, "Oh, I'm feeling this," and they're trying. I'm like, "Yeah." I felt that like yes. actually my whole life, or like oh, you know, like <laughs> what's going on? You know, you just I know, trying to figure too. it out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always lost. But it's so cool that you know, at twenty five, you have like your own album coming out and like mm. you know, a single, and actually. Um, like, can you tell us more about the traumatic experience or like what um, was... I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna assume, okay, that it's about relationships. Can't get you out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, secret, didn't give... No, it's like right there. Like, yeah. Bleh. Okay. Oh, yes. That's her dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was toxic. It was, I mean, it definitely was toxic. Yeah. Um, because... We both loved each other a lot, but we neither of us really knew how to be an adult. But we thought we were. Yeah. Yeah, because you're at the age where we're kind of working. We've been working for a while. We're making enough money. Like you know, you think like, oh, everyone around me is getting their life together. Like yeah. oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on the ball. But then yeah. that tricks you because you really not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess the toxicity started off fun. Like for example, like at the start, you know, it would be playful things like mm-hmm. a like. I don't want you to meet your friends today, like hang out with me. Then you're like, oh, it's so cute, love you, love you. Oh. <laughs> then, like, okay, cool. So you spend your day at home, like like watching shows or whatever. And yeah. then, but then that drags on. And then after a while, it's like, 
you know, you're like three, four months in and you still say, no, I don't want you to meet your friends, I want you to hang out with me. And then at that point, you, that that's where it starts to become toxic because yeah. you deny them of having a life of their own. But we didn't realise that. We thought that we were just in love. Like, so in love and wanted to spend yeah. every second together. But I mean, that definitely snowballed into a lot more issues, especially um, being creatives and also, you know... <laughs> having creative control over each other, like, yeah. and, and at the same time, I think a lot of the toxicity came from, like, insecurities. I mean, that's what, that's what indulgence is to me. Like, this song is about indulgence into toxic behaviour, and indulgence is basically you running, it's the an- antithesis to self-nurturance, is you running away from something that you're not willing to face about yourself. Like, I don't know, like, being alone. I, and I realise I have that habit, like, anytime I, I feel scared or insecure, or like, <gasps> Turn, turn to someone just to hold them and be like, hey, hi, you know, hi, love me. And that's exactly what I did through the whole relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I would use him to, so that I didn't have to think about everything that I did not like. But that means also not being able to grow as a person. Because yeah. you have to face the things that scare you, whether it's like failing at an exam or like, you know, like screwing up on stage. Or like, I come back from a gig and I feel like I did very badly and I just want to run home and forget. And you know, have like, someone let's eat McDonald's and watch there. TV and just cuddle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you really hit the nail on the head. Yeah, yeah. I feel that a lot of um, girls feel that way, especially. Not saying yeah. that guys don't, but girls tend to be a bit more emotionally dependent on... But that's also, others. I think, a product of like Singapore. I mean, I don't know how your family is, but my family is still quite male-heavy. Like my grandma, you know, they're still, she'd still tell me things like, why you work? working, you know, <laughs> find a boyfriend, get married. Oh. Like, yeah, and so growing up, that definitely did seep. It does, it does seep. And I, and I... Well, you know, when the whole feminism wave came about, I was like, I don't really get it. Oh. And then finally one day it like hit me like a truck and I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, I've been gaslighting myself. <laughs> like, of course this is a real thing. How? And we were so deep in that we, we didn't even realise that we were not given the opportunity just because, for example, your parents tell you it's okay. Whereas my dad would tell Ben, like, you know, you need to work hard, you need to provide for the family. Yeah. But with me, he's just like, oh yeah, it's fine, don't worry, like, you know do your thing. Yeah, I guess some girls just look at it as like a easy way out of life and they don't... Which it like, was. Like, like for me, it is I, kinda. I never wanted to get a job. I mean, not that I didn't want to work, but to me, in my mind, the job for women was to be a mum. And I always wanted yeah. to be a mum. I still want to be a mum. Yeah. And I know I will do the job well. Yeah. But it's like, you can do more than that if you want to. You know, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was also about like finding, I guess, I mean, lately for me, it's about finding what that means to me and what do I want because I hadn't been planning this since I was a kid. Like, I need to start planning it now. So actually, <laughs> when like, do you decide that you want to do this? Still deciding. Still deciding. <laughs> okay. Every day, still deciding. Let, let the album decide for you, right? Like after already. Well, I mean, out. that's I mean, no, but that's exactly why I want to do this because I'm I'm always kind of like one foot in the door kind of person, um, and I'm a very easy quitter. So me coming into doing this album was to make a commitment, not just to myself, but to the fans or to the public, whatever that means, Mm -hmm. that I'm doing this. I make a commitment to my company, like, trust in me, like, I'm going to complete this project. So for me, embarking on this is really, like I was saying, like therapy, because I want to fix. For me to do this the way that I want to do it, I have to be the person that I want to be. So it's a little give bit me, give, me, give, give me a second to register that. Can you just, can you just for the sake of me and the audience repeat that again? <laughs> for what did I say? For me to want to do this, okay. to do this whole artist project yes. the way that I want it to be uh-huh. done, I have to be the person that I want to be. Ah, yeah, okay. Meaning like really, you have no choice. Face face your flaws. I yes. really like how you are so um so self aware of like the things that you are not happy with 
in your life mm. and you want to change, you want to improve and just want to like grow and evolve. Yeah. yeah. And sort of like making that kind of like growth available to your fans in, via your music. Which I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I think that's that's the goal with this album is also to, to teach me how to communicate because I'm not very good at opening up to people. Like they always say like I have a very big, strong wall and I'm like, no, I want to tear it down because in, in honesty, I'm, I'm quite chill. Like I, I like to talk to people. I like to form bonds and connections. But then sometimes when you know, like get all these media things, it's, it's hard because yeah. when do you spill your guts and when are you supposed to be, you know, chill and yeah. like professional about it. I'm like, what? Well, now is your opportunity to just like really let it flow. I also, know. yeah, I mean, it's a process. But also, I mean, the one thing that I've always loved about this career is the ability to connect with people. Definitely, I think you do that through your music. And I also, so. now that you are like, actually, I, I'm following you on Instagram, right? Uh. Yeah, and then I see you sometimes like posting like thought posts. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I, I notice that it's not that regular, but yeah. you, you do, and like it's pro- probably part of your efforts to yeah, open slowly, up more and yeah. like connect with people. Yeah, even if, yeah, sorry. But other than that, you're, you're quite um, private, I would say, for a public figure. Like, you, you're not the kind who literally updates like whatever you're doing on a day to day basis. So, okay, actually, I, I really used to be like that, but then I think in my career, I've come across a couple of people that have told me to shut up. <gasps> yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's a real thing. Like, it was. Uh, it, it was actually an ex-manager who likes it. No, he sounds stupid. Like, oh. I, I used to blog. And then like my blogging would be like 3 a.m. Like, I feel depressed and I write. And then every time after I write, I feel better. So it was, it was an outlet, yeah, even though I didn't realise it was an outlet. Um, yeah, but then, I don't know, she said that to me one day. Like, you sound dumb. Like, like don't put out your emotion, blah, blah, blah. And then I literally deleted everything. And now oh I try to go back to find it because you want no, to find like, I'm your... I'm so sorry that she said that to you. But at the same time, like I shouldn't have let it. I should not have let it, but it's fine. It's a learning experience. And yeah. now, if I had learned to overcome that, then I will find myself. But it, likewise, in, in the relationship, like, like, he would tell me, like, oh, you can't post this. Don't, don't talk about this. Like, why, why are you doing, like, you know, like, why, why do you have to, to share our relationship? Like, it's us, yeah. it's private, it's, you know. And that actually caused us to tunnel down because then we became obsessed with this little private world that we had right. that nobody, nobody knew about. But then... What made it fun was that it became twisted and, and then like if let's say we'll fight and then he'll be like, You don't tell anybody about this. Like you, you tell your friends, right? Like how dare you tell your friends, you know, that kind of stuff. So then like, my world just started closing in a lot and when we finally like broke it off, um, it it took me a really long time to learn how to like it's okay. It's okay to talk. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially since you said that it was so private. It's like, if you don't tell your friends about the problems, right? And then after yes. it's over, then where do you start, begin exactly. trying to find and, and that And that's worse closure, because yeah. like, then you don't have, you don't have the broader tapestry of perspective. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you can't just get all your information from one person. You can't. Like, yeah. you need, and not even just that, you can't even just go out to seek friends. You need to seek advice from people that are valid. You know, like you don't go and get like love advice from a friend that is also in a toxic relationship that is not <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but these are all, and actually, like, that's why I really wanted to talk about toxic relationships because, I mean, I think a lot of us are very toxic. And not, not by like malicious intent, but yeah. just by accidentally yeah, being accidentally selfish. Yeah, by insecurities, like by, yeah, you know, and, and that's totally fair. But the only way that we can kind of trespass that is to be self-aware. And that's why it's taken a lot to go in and, and, Deep. Like I actually wanted a tattoo like <laughs> on my lip here, like a pill that says heart. 
just to remind me to swallow hard pills. Like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, oh my god, like, I don't want to deal with this. That's an artistic idea. But I was damn scared. <laughs> and the tattoo artist that we went to was like, damn shady. So I was like, nah. Well, don't do it. Yeah, like, not like, yet. Just keep it in your head. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, okay, but no, but yeah, like, like, I think it's important for a lot of girls and a lot of guys, especially young, young age, because, you know, if our age at 18 years old, we started dating, that was quite young. Right. I started earlier, but okay. 14 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm a relationship whore. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, kids like, what, 8, 9, 12, like, everybody has phones, you can get into a relationship. Like, what are they saying to each other? Do, do we know? I have no idea. Like, how does that work in their minds as they get older, you know? I mean, yeah. obviously you can't control everything, <coughs> but I think... The same thing as awareness in every other cause, like whether it be like environment or whatever. It's like just having the thought mm-hmm. in your head changes your perspective. And yeah, the it's way, true. Yeah, so like, yeah, I think it's good. I think we should talk about it more. Yeah. It really affects even toxicity to friends. Like you don't realize when you're beating your friends down and we do that a lot. Um, yeah, so it's important, guys. It's so, true. Like just passing a casual comment yes, about exactly. the way someone looks or how they're behaving yeah. and stuff. Like for example, you might like maybe, maybe like, like some guy comes in with like a really nice bag or like a girl actually really pretty put makeup they're nice today and then you know maybe you say a comment like oh like you put you know like girls do that I don't know how to explain it but like you know how to you know we know how to subtly put someone down if you wanted to mm. right and that's horrible yeah it's really bad like don't don't do it and it seems strange I, I remember I tackled th- with this a lot growing up because it's, oh my god sorry I've been talking for so <laughs> you're meant to keep talking. Okay. It's not the whole episode is about you <laughs> talking and you know me just trying to understand so, more about you. Okay. <laughs> is, is that weird? Sorry, I'm not coming on too strong. No, no, not at all. But yeah, please feel free to jump in anytime. What was I talking about? You were talking about like you know friends being toxic and everything, but um, okay, the, the, the the toxicity about like um, that that really impacted oh. you. Was it like mm. it's still relationship based, right? No, I mean, it's really, I don't think like, it's just that. But everything. I mean, that was for sure the catalyst okay. and what made everything else apparent to me because that was definitely the heaviest and the craziest of it all. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, from what I understand is that you're, you're an artist that has realised that there's so much toxicity going on in your life or rather in everyone's, in everyone's yeah, in life. World, in yeah, world. and then you just want to sort of like figure out your way around it. Yeah, okay, so what I was saying was that, like, growing up, I remember always, because I'm a liberal, so I'm, like, always balancing things, right? Like, I'm like, okay, I know I want to be good. Like, in this situation, I know I can act in the right way. And, but then at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, like, you know, especially when you're younger, you want to act out. You yeah. Want, you want to, like, just be like, no, like, uh, you know? And... And then I struggle, like, I want to be like, okay, I want to pick the good choice, like the angel on my shoulder. I want to be the angel. But then because you see everybody doing the bad thing, you're like, okay, I guess it's okay to do this. So I'm telling you, if you have the choice, always go with the right choice. The one that you know is right in your gut. And somehow, and I don't know how to explain this probably, but somehow life will reward you. Like, when you're a good person, it comes back to you. I really believe in all that universe. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Like, I mean, religions and everything say that, but it's, it's hard to process that and internalize it on your own. But, yeah, be good. Yeah, I really agree with you. And um, I just wanted to go back to the point that, like what you said about your ex-manager saying that, you know, you're talking about your feelings mm. online, stupid and thing. I think that's really, really mean. Like, especially yeah. since, like, um, in this day and age, right, like, everyone uses social media. And I feel like more and more people are 
putting their lives online. But I think when she said that, it was like seven years ago when we first started. Right. So I, I, I don't like hate her for it. I understand no. that she was saying it because it's like a, this is a branding thing. Yeah. We want you all to come off clean and sparkly. We uh, want like the girls to only wear skirts and the guys to wear pants and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> in it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I totally get it because that works if you're okay with it. But I think we also need to be attentive to what a person needs. Yeah. Like even when you're giving advice to a friend, like don't just give advice, like figure out what they need. But I feel like there are ways that you can express emotions, even negative ones, in a way that doesn't come across as just being like ranting online or childish, oh, but, but rather like it's just as a, like a cathartic release and also um, in a way presenting yourself as more human so yeah. that like other people will, will not view you as just like, you know, sparkly and perfect. Of course, yeah, yeah of like, course, of course. Yeah. It, it's great that there's like more awareness going around oh, these days yeah, that, for sure. you know, humor, we're all like body human. Positive yeah, we're not stuff. fucking perfect. I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love the whole trend of like awareness and like, you know, like Jamila, is that her name? Jam- you know, do you watch The Good Place? Oh, no. Eh? It's a, it's a movie, is it? The TV series. Okay, oh, anyway. No, 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 I but like, yeah, there are like a lot of people that I follow on Instagram that are just shaming shaming the industry which is great because it starts there it starts from the society yeah just like having like awareness about the social issues that we have yeah yeah so um how about like in your album are there like any specific songs that um, relate to certain stories that you might want to share with us Mm, i think maybe like family, if, if not just relationship, maybe any inspired by family. We all know you've got a very famous brother also. <laughs> the other good-looking king. <laughs> oh my god, just like yesterday, we, you know the Snapchat filter? Yeah, I like, saw! Hilarious! Right there. Like, I screamed. Like, when, it, when, when I was just like swiping through and I screamed and it yeah. came, I was like, oh my god, that, that really looks like Ben. Yeah. And I thought that it really looked like Ben and then Ben did the one of me. Oh my and god. And I was like, it's re- yeah, I really like the part where he just stuck his tongue out. It's such a girl thing to do. <laughs> it's not really thing to yeah. do. Yeah, um, no, I mean in the album, it's it's quite an inward album. It's a retrospective, yeah, album. So for example, like, um, it, in so this this out of my head is part of like the first part of the album. That's where I really address like all the toxicity and the anger because I think when you have, I mean the first reaction to things, at least my first reaction think is is anger. I used to be a very angry person. Okay. Like, actually, now that I'm not angry anymore, I'm like, whoa, who's this? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you my, me. <laughs> so so to me, like the anger was purple. Part one is purple, and that's why like all a lot of the visuals are purple because that's like a it's like a fire, but it's a slow burner. It's a bit sinister. And that's how I feel about all these emotions that I have. And at the same time, it makes me feel strong because sometimes you can you can tap onto to traumas and 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 like anger if you use it right. If that makes sense. Let me repeat myself. <laughs> when you, I think when when you when you gone through something, mm-hmm. right? For example, for me, it's a toxic relationship. Yeah. I learned how to take all those mistakes and the things that I learned and all the hurt that I felt and channel it in a good way, because you can't deny that these things happen to yeah. you, and denying it causes more problems. So, yeah. part one was about me twisting that into something powerful, and then. Um, I realized like when I was writing like a couple of the other songs fell into this what I call the second part like part mm-hmm. two which is blue where it talks about um, when you remove the anger and, and then you're just left with hurt then you're lost because you don't know how to move on but at the same time you can't be angry because you realize you're hurting the people around you yeah. what are you? you're sad 
right? Yeah. So part two for me was like a lot of songs about me just recognizing that in myself, like owning the fact that I'm maybe I'm a little bit neurotic, or a little bit cynical, or like I'm depressed. You know, like it's a clinical thing, and I know that I felt it since young, and denying it for a long time really harmed me. And then after that, when I found out, like or oh, whatever, like properly diagnosed, I I used an excuse. I was like, okay, what? You know what? Fine, I'm depressed. I'm not gonna leave my bed. So I didn't leave my bed for like two months. You know, that kind of thing. And I couldn't get out of the house. Like it was really horrible. But then the song I saw is called Blue. It's about me accepting the fact that I'm sad. And then I move on to part three, which is where I'm like, eh, you know, like life sucks. <laughs> I'm not over it. I'm like annoyed and I'm a bit sarcastic. But we're gonna move on. Yeah, so that's that's the reason why I'm like quite excited to take people through the journey and like yeah. have them listen to songs. It's so annoying that like only one song is out because I'm like I'm past it, guys. Don't worry. But like, oh. you know, I want to sh- I want to be able to show them the rest of it. But yeah, I mean in due time. So Patience. we'll be looking forward to that then. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited to put it out. I really agree with what you say about like you know if you are dealing with stuff you cannot deny that you are feeling this way mm. because if you try to bury the emotions then it just becomes a deeper rooted problem that in the future you have to deal with mm. yeah then I feel like you know depression is something that uh, um most people would sometimes feel um even if you don't have depression at certain points in your life right you might have depressive symptoms oh, of like sure. not wanting to leave your bed yeah. like just feeling like you have no interest in your usual activities mm. and just and like it's way more common nowadays it and is it's super completely yeah. understandable yeah. because of the society that we live in it's just I'm, I'm just happy that there's another voice out there for people to relate to and like for mm. them to feel like it's okay to, yeah. to go through these things it's 100%. a phase you know yeah. don't let it consume your entire and life. And also teaching them how to recognise it and address yeah. your own problems. Yes, that is yeah. so important. Yeah. You know, people sometimes they feel a certain way and then they don't know why they feel that way and they just keep blaming themselves or other people around them and mm. then that is also That's a toxic behaviour that you speak of. of. Yeah. yeah. So having song um, and songs and artists in the, um, who are able to like shed some pers- share some perspective mm. on how to deal with it or how to even recognise it yeah. is really important. Uh. I, I hope I can help because like I used to think, okay, when I when I've overcome this, I will talk about it. When I've overcome this, I will talk about it. Then I realised that you don't. It's an ongoing It's an ongoing thing. thing yeah. yeah. And I and then I thought I had to have this like perfectly structured essay on like how to deal with depression. <laughs> but then I realised like if, yeah, I mean like me dealing it and the process of me dealing it is also something that helps yeah. people. It, it's true, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love that while you're dealing with it, you haven't totally figured it out and you're not no, trying to tell oh. people that you got it figured out but no. this is me in this attempting. state. Yeah, and attempting, <laughs> attempting and you know, that that in itself really speaks to people uh, because well, all of us are going through something or another, right? Yeah. Like no one's got that life totally figured out. Yeah. What gets you out of a funk? Me? Yeah. Um, I have my moments and like my weeks where I just feel like shit and I, like, I don't leave the bed too yeah. or like... Um, I think just remembering the things that I have to be grateful for, oh, yes. conscious conscious reminders to myself. Like, of course, there's, like, you know, personal problems, there's a lot of things sometimes that get me very frustrated and angry at myself and people. Yeah. Like, you know, why like this? Like, because um, my parents are, like, separated since young and I had to go mm. through a lot of, like, childhood trauma. ACOD, so, Adult Children of Divorce. Yes! Oh my god, we are survivors! <laughs> like, my death, Adult Children of Death. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's so hard because yeah. you don't have, like, 
a good base to form support love, yes. like to understand love, to go home and feel like you find someone. That's why I'm a, I'm a relationship whore. Because oh to my me, God, it, was, yeah, it was finding love in someone that someone would accept you and I know I can run to you and you will be there for me. And I needed that so badly as yeah. a kid. And also, it's like a conscious choice for them to stay. It's not like, yes. you're, you know, your family no, in a way is obligated. But that's why it becomes toxic because like the more you get them to stay no matter how trash you're being like yeah. and they still stay means oh you love me more ah yeah 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 oh Shit. my god <laughs> yeah i definitely so, have that pattern too yeah i f- i feel like p oh she did at least it wasn't on me <laughs> are you sniffing your own pee <laughs> yeah, we'll deal with that later yeah we'll deal with that later when did she we... get down to pee i, I don't know i was so, like engrossed in what you were saying I'm just trying to make sure that the pee is only there. Okay, we good, we good. Yeah? Do we want to okay. like dab it or something? Is that tissue in it? Okay. They say no. We will sit on bed with pee. But, um, you know, is that something that you've talked about before in public? Like, um, you know, family history and how that affects you being who you are currently? I mean, it's interesting because our family is quite in the spotlight. You yeah. know, we do, I mean, we do like... So, I don't think we've ever really gone into it. But, I mean... I think when we when we talk about it, we're very clear to, to reassure that we're not a perfect family. No, but yeah. but in my family, I'm very fortunate because they really do love us a lot, and and there's a lot of love that goes on in the household. It's just not being able to express it. I think that's also something that a lot of families a- in Singapore are, are unable yeah. to do. It and that bleeds. Like for example, like when my mom passed away, there was a lot of there was a huge rift that went through the family, but. Nobody actually knew how to address it. So my dad's solution was, okay, send them to therapy. But then, like, as a kid, you don't, you don't want yeah, you to don't want to go to therapy. therapy. Like, yeah. I don't know how. So we went for one session. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. So, And then eventually, you just go on to assume that you're fine. But every and, and everyone was dealing with it badly, but dealing with it on their own. Yeah. And at a point in time, I was like nine. So I didn't know how to deal with it. Like, I literally, I would go to bed thinking, like, okay, the longest I've been away from my mom was five days, so I can make it five days. So I'm going to make it five days. And then after that, I'll just take it day by day. And it was, it was weird because then you start, I don't know, like, I know, I know I would get so jealous of, like, friends' parents who would come to, like, the competitions and we'll be swimming and then they'll be sitting there, you know, the whole time. And I'll be like, how are you treating them so badly? How are you not, like, saying hi or hugging them? Like, they're right there. They're there for you, you know? I mean, I can relate because, I mean, my... I. My dad has not been in my life since I was, mm. like, four. And I, like, I haven't had parental love from the, the father's side, basically. Yeah, okay, he's probably... If he ever sees this video, he's going to kill me because he's very... I mean, like, But it's so... Yeah, that's so irritating <laughs> about Chinese families. Like, you can't tell people your problems and all that. Yeah, but... Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I get jealous, too, of people who have loving families. Mm. Yeah. Like, um... Recently, I started the question, like, whether, um whether I will ever fully heal because mm. I feel like neurologically I'm different. Like, there's, because there's so much trauma that happened when I was a child, right, that mm. I feel like my perception of happiness is like different from a normal person who has grown up with a proper childhood. Yeah. And like, I have this deep-rooted fear of abandonment because like my dad left when I was oh, super yes. young. So no matter how much somebody loves me, I always feel like like one day they're going to leave. Yeah, but it's good that you know, like knowing is, is power. Like, my friend said this to me and I, and I really hold on to it. It says, like, we're too old to let our childhood traumas be our adult problems. Oh, shit. Fucking real. I <laughs> <laughs> just said fuck. I yeah, said no, no, like, you know, fuck it. Because, yeah. like, no matter how old you get, right, these memories, they're still in, like, in your brain. Of and course. I feel like 
you know, if I didn't have all of that, I'll probably be a much different person now. Yeah, but like, at the same time, like, the, the, the good thing is, I mean, you see, I guess, a lot of the older generation and, and they also have had all these troubles because their parents were worse. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. like, they didn't care about them at all. I mean, that was just the way that it was. They had, like, so many kids. So they grew up with these things. But the best thing about being in our generation is being exposed to the internet, being exposed to, like, a lot of, like, like woke, I guess, the woke phase, the mindfulness phase. But these are things that actually help us overcome it. And I realised, like, yeah, man, I, I, I feel you so hard. And it's so, like, oh my god, I was reading this article on, like, seven, seven something that a daughter, like, an unloved daughter goes through. And I was like, oh, so lame, thought catalog, click. <laughs> Boom, like, I was crying at, by, like, number four. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh my god. And, and, oh, but, but after, after reading something like that, like, you realise adult children of divorce is so common nowadays. Yeah. Like, and Especially everybody struggles. But that means, right, that you have a huge community of people that totally understand and, and also process the things the way you do. So you're not alone, for sure. But yeah, like, swallow the hard pill. Like, that's the scary part. It's like, you know, like, I know that I have a tendency to run to someone for love and that's why now, like, in the relationship that I'm in, I'm so aware of trying to make sure that I'm there for you because I want you to grow and I'm, and I'm, I'm here to nurture and encourage you. But at the same time, I'm walking on my own feet. I will let you help me and I will let you be a part of my life and I will enjoy all these things that we do. But it's my, it's my fight. It's my walk. It's your choice. Yeah. Re- realizing that is, is something you have to do again and again and again and again yeah, and again. Yeah, it's and again. true, it's true. Oh my God, yeah. Because at one point, I felt exactly the same way. And then I, after that, I start slipping into bad habits again. Mm. And I'm like, eh? Haven't I been here before? Exactly. Yeah, why am I still here? But the moment again? you catch yourself, then you're like, oh, that's better than, than it was last time because last time you uh, didn't catch yes. yourself. Yeah. So progress yes. is important and for people to, you know, just realise that they're a human and this shit may or may, or may not keep happening, but it would be better yeah, and you would 100%. be more conscious and aware of how. Like, like things that really helped me was just, I guess, opening my, like broadening my perspective with, like whether it's things like reading, like reading philosophy, reading astrology. Are you into astrology? Right? No. What's your horoscope? I'm a Virgo. <gasps> yeah. I'm a Virgo Libra cast. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means I'm I'm on the I'm between Virgo and Libra, but oh, I'm more Libra okay. than I am Virgo. Right. <laughs> yeah, but but it's quite interesting. Actually, you just try and dabble like for fun, go and read it because if even if it's not an exact science, it's a good infrastructure of human behaviour. Right. And like like I did like my full chart, like I did a numerology report and all this like stupid nonsense just to explore. Like, I mean, I grew up in a Christian family, but then, like, now I'm really starting to explore other religions, starting to explore into history, because I think what we need as humans is not... I, I always want to say, I, I chase happiness. My life mm-hmm. is about chasing happiness. I don't care about anything else. I just want to be happy. Then I read this article that was like, humans don't need happiness. We need purpose. It's not... That's where we find meaning, because you need to feel like you're contributing to something in the world, because that's what we're here for. If Even if you're isolated and you're happy, what... What is that? It means nothing. Right. You I can't you can't actually be happy because yeah, I don't know. You know what purpose are? What purpose not? <laughs> Justin Bieber twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we are we feel that way because when we grew up as kids, happiness was the number one thing that we lacked. Mm. And then as adults we feel like, you know, we're adults now, we're in charge of our lives. Now is the time for us to go and get it. Mm. But you know, it's not just as simple as okay. You know, today I choose I choose to be happy. That means I am a. Uh, but it can be. I think. You think? It's, I think it's all about perspective. Like, 
And I know it sounds so tacky and a lot of people be like, oh, lame, but like meditation, seriously. Because you can go in, like, you can go into a really tough day being like, oh, I'm exhausted. I don't like my job. Like, I'm stressed. Yeah. I don't know how this person is going to react. What are they going to say? I have this tension with someone. Or you can go in being like, okay, today is a tough day, but I'm going to grow from this. I'm going to try and fix the relationship as best as I can. And I know that I will do my best and be the per- best person that I can be. And that's all I can do. And then whatever happens, it's okay. Because you try your best. And, and even if the situation goes badly, you learn from it and you grow. Which is something I'm still, <laughs> not like I'm preaching, I'm still learning how to do. Mm-hmm. But I do realise that it makes a huge difference. It really makes a huge difference. Like, setting yourself in the right mindset and, and it just like you know stupid things like talk to the mirror like, <laughs> you are a good you <laughs> like you know, do whatever you need to say but yeah constant reminder affirmation like there's this sorry if I'm going too much into all this nonsense but like there's this um, phil- science, pseudo-scientist called something Emoto some Japanese guy who did a mm-hmm. test on water so the first thing he did was he went to like um, get holy water and then water from a drain and he froze it into crystals, right? Okay. The water from the holy water turned into these beautiful, like, imagine, like, snowflake, white, like, blue kind of kind of crystals and then after that, the other one turned into, like, this brown, harsh, like, like, glass crack kind of mush. Yeah. So then after that, he... What did he do? He played music to the water. So he'll play, like, Amazing Grace or, like, Edelweiss to, to water and same, same, same batch, right? And then he'll play... For example, like Metallica, or like I hate you, like la la la, like really harsh music. And same thing happened. The the positive crystals formed in like nice blah blah, and then the other one was like crap. And then after that, he put the water in jars and he wrote words on them, like love you, thank you. And the, on the other one, he wrote like shit, lousy, like uh, all that kind of stuff. And the same thing happened. So I mean, a lot of people like, oh, that's that's nonsense. But I like to believe in energy. Like, there's so much in this world that we do not understand. Mm. You know, like their patterns. I mean, like fractal geometry. Like everything in this. There's so much. Like, God send. Like, what's his face? Uh, what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> the very famous scientist, um, the the black guy. What's his name? Okay. Anyway. Anybody? He said no. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Huh? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. I'm gonna pretend <laughs> like I know who that is. At the bottom of at the bottom of science is God. And I thought that was insane. Because I think like when you first started like learning about science, you think okay, God doesn't it's not real because Big Bang Theory and all that kind of stuff. But once you've gone through enough science to dig, you realize that there's no way that we could have been formed without some kind of higher power or some kind of like mathematical power. I don't know if I'm religious anymore, but I I like to keep an open mind and I still am researching to see what I really truly believe in. Mm-hmm. And I, lo- I kind of lost my train. Oh, but the, but I mean, at the basis of every single religion, right, it's always about good, being a good person. Yeah. Being mindful, being respectful. That's how it starts, like, at least. So, I mean, those are the simple things that we can practice even if we don't know if we follow a one religion, you know? Yeah. Uh, went off. <laughs> no, I think it's great that you're sharing with us so much and mm. I can see, like, why you're an artist because, <laughs> like, you have so, like, so much thoughts in your head and so much like things to share your ideas uh. and, and, and like analogies and 
even just your experiences with life. Mm. Yeah, you. I feel like you're a soul that really needs to like channel all these into you know, into like, something. Into something. Into yeah, something. because like if not, it's just so much energy. Yeah, like just thought here. I know. I got so constipated when I couldn't like express. Really, like I, th- I like I like I wrote it in this like press release like like constipated diarrhea. And you're like, can you figure out constipated <laughs> and diarrhea? But I'm like, it really feels like constipated and diarrhea. Like when I was when I couldn't write and when I finally wrote, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're listening to is my shit. <laughs> Literally. Uh, and it sounds so horrible. But yeah, what's your outlet? My outlet is listening to music. Mm. So isn't it great that you're like making yes. music and listening to music? Because like growing up, I didn't really have much. Yeah. Like, I didn't really have a lot of friends. Didn't really have family. Like as a kid, without friends and family, what do you have, right? It's yeah. not like you have purpose. You just like, you just like, you're not, you're not even born. Given, you're not even given purpose. Because exactly. like parents like to take that away from yeah. you. Okay, like purpose is like to go to school and get high, bad, good grades lah. But like, um, like I wasn't a, yeah, so I was not academically like strong or anything. Mm. Not saying I'm stupid, but I just didn't have any like interest. Yeah, so I just, um, my outlet was music because I felt like that's one thing that people couldn't take away from me. Mm. And it's like you have a friend in your favourite artist, yes. right? Like the people that you love listening yeah. to, you feel like you know them. Mm. You don't you don't actually know them, you don't even know that you exist, but there's that connection and that that's bond. That's the beauty of like communicating yeah. through art. So, so yeah, so like that's why like I'm, I'm so interested in talking to people and finding out their stories because mm. I feel like that's how I make sense of the world. Like, but that's great, like it's so good that you find, finally found like an outlet for you to understand yourself and, when, and also help other people, yeah. like talking to other people, yeah. empathizing, empathy. Yeah, it's, it's great to like, you know, like to get real with someone because that's so rare nowadays mm. and not sure if like everybody cares about it as much as we do. But, but like, the people who care, care. Yeah, that's what you can the tell. Best part. Yeah. yeah, and it, you know, it, you can change 1% at a time to let them know that it's okay to be vulnerable yeah. and it's just to be human. La, and like. I totally understand why people don't care so because sometimes it's just hard to care about everything that's wrong in the world. It's like, how can I sit here and listen to the problems of a billion different people when I'm like, and, and, and there's so much shit going on in the world, you know, like, oh my god, climate change, like, we're cutting down forests, like, you know, like, so much plastic everywhere, what do we do? People are going extinct, like, people, <laughs> people exploding, getting their heads chopped off, yeah. like, um, like, wow, there's so much... Yeah, so much shit. ...negativity in the world, like, I totally understand why sometimes it's just easier to shut it out. But, I mean, at least there's an outlet for when they are ready... There's something to Yeah, to I think we can just start with ourselves and the people around us. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean... That's what you should have at the very least, you know. Yeah, and don't underestimate the kind of impact that you can make just by being who you are in your life. Like, it really, really ripples out. Mm. Yeah, I think it's great, really. Yeah, that, likewise. That, you know, we care enough and yeah. I feel like, okay, to the people who don't care, you don't care, like, okay, what ifs? What <laughs> I mean, honestly, if they're watching in 40 minutes in, they care. Yeah, so, so the people who are still here. I think yes. you're fine. Yeah. I think How are you doing? Yeah. How's your life? Oh yeah, you can leave. I like, can leave comment. Are you gonna like reply them? <laughs> yeah, can I? Of course. Yeah, I think that would be great. Oh my actually. god, I'm so bad. I realize like, I have no idea how a lot of these social media YouTube things work. Like, okay, anyway, that's a different thing. But I will, I will learn how to do stuff like this. And yeah, I, I I read some of your like um, late night talk posts, and I think that you know if it if it makes you feel better, you should continue doing them. But mm. at the same time, of course, also because you're a public figure, just keep in mind that you know some things can be phrased like. Yeah. In a way where it gives people information but not paid yourself in a light where people can use your own words against you. I mean, if they do that, then fuck you. Like, yeah, then no, fuck sorry, them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say because I'm just being honest. I think for me, the what stops me though is like, is the duality within me. Like, 
at night I will feel one like I always see myself I have like the negative neural and I have like the happy cheerful like cheeky fun loving one mm-hmm. right but they both hate each other they really hate each other like when I'm like depressed at night and I like write these things I'm like yes I don't feel this oh and then I'm like like screw you for not being able to like express yourself look at me I'm free and then after that the next morning I wake up and I'm like fuck you you ass <laughs> bitch like what's wrong with you <laughs> oh. but okay la, like recognizing that and like trying to they're both you. They're both yeah. you. Actually, what helped me out of like my really depressive funk, right, which like was like realizing that that f- me, who's negative, who's u- upset, who's angry, who feels like there's a veil, black veil, like coasting through the world, and all I can see is everything bad about it, right? That's not me. Like, if you're feeling that way, right, like that's not you. I don't even know how to express it better, but it really is just not you. You must take that version and put it aside and like figure out who is underneath that. Basically and it's comp- okay to be that way sometimes, yeah. but like it doesn't take up your whole life. Yeah, yeah. And I feel the same way. Like knowing how to compartmentalize mm. your negative emotions. Yeah. And just accepting it as okay, it's it, it sometimes is a part of who I am, but mm. it is not entirely who I am. And yeah. I'm not gonna base like my worth on the days that I'm shit. Yes. Because there exactly. are days that I'm fucking awesome. Yes. And you gotta own that. Preach that <laughs> shit. Yeah, mama. <laughs> But yeah, I just you know, like seriously, I know I'm going to be like sound crazy, but go ahead and try and read your, your astrological chart. Okay, you gotta, can you sh- like share, you know, your links and like stuff okay, yeah, with yeah, me? Yeah, okay, like go, go download CoStar, it's a very intro app um, that you just put in like your birth time and everything and they'll tell you. Like for example, right, like Virgos. Virgos are quite like a perfectionist and you're also a bit hesitant. Like, yeah. So you you don't like to like dive straight into things. You like like to have your cards ready and make sure mm-hmm. that. But then at the same time, like, she, she she's a fortune teller now. <laughs> but at the same time, like when it doesn't go right, you go like you get really mad. Yeah, yeah. I get so upset. I get so triggered by the smallest things. Yeah. I try not to show it. Yeah, but I'm so yeah, triggered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, because you also like to put on that. So yeah. so your astrological chart is really broken down into like your sun, your moon. For example, your sun is is Virgo, but then your moon will be like the shadow or your emotions where you hide things and then you have a mask and all these are in different zodiacs so they split down after it goes into mercury which is like communication you have your venus which is love mars is aggression and and they'll tell you how you manage all these aspects in your life and knowing that really helps you just be like oh now i'm angry and i'm acting this way because blah 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 so i just don't be ah. it really really works like, I'm really happy that it works for you. I feel like you know, different people have different things that work for them. Yeah, some no, people it's course, religion, yeah. some yes, people yes, it's astrology. Yes, as long as it helps you make sense of the world, oh, yes. and like it's bringing positivity, yeah. and, like power be to it. Are you religious? Uh, no. Mm. And, but I don't, like, I used to be an atheist, okay. but like now I'm starting to feel like I don't know what to think, because like what you said, there's so much energy in the world, so many mm. things that we can't explain. And it's yeah. fun, la. the process is fun. Yeah. I think really life is just a process, and it's just about enjoying everything like don't hate yourself for all the things that you can't do don't mm-hmm. like that's the best thing is like okay for example you could be pampered and live a great life but then you'll never know what it means to work hard and fight for what you want oh so, my god yeah that's yeah. actually like what i tell myself all the time you know yeah. like sometimes i'm borderline grateful for having like the tough childhood yes if not i don't know whether i would just be like uh, and you're empathetic now you understand the plot you you understand emotion you know what it's like to not be loved and that makes you want to love people more like like these bad things that happen to you in your life like it's a blessing trust me and the only way it becomes a blessing is if you approach it in the right manner and also with a good heart la. and have fun like i really just enjoy the process i like that's that's what i'm really working on now is opening myself up 
right? Like whether it's talking to people or yeah. or creatively allowing myself to flow so that my chakras are aligned. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but also just what was I saying? Chakras. Either before that, uh, let let everything align in your life, After like that, creativity. Before that, before that, something like you, I was there, like you just go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what Narelle is trying to tell you is to love your growing process. Yes, and that you know she, like. And you listen to music beautiful. when it's out. Yeah, we're and you're all beautiful people. Like, don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Because we, everything that we've learned in this life, right? We learn every sorry, everything that we know from when you're a baby. Every single thing that you know, you learn. Eh? Don't tell me that that is not amazing feat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how is that not an incredible feat? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. So, like, and everyone grows at their own pace, and everyone will have their moment to shine. Like, even if you feel like you're not doing well enough now, maybe you're just not ready, and maybe you're. A bigger house needs more bricks. If you're building a big house, be patient. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't rush yourself and enjoy the process. It's so fun. Like the the end goal is nowhere near as fun as the journey. Yeah. In fact, um, you know what you said about everything we learn as a baby. I, I feel like you know people learn how to be negative from someone of or course, somewhere. Yeah. So which means you can also unlearn. Yeah. And you can learn other things. And 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 oh sorry, no, I'm just kidding. But like, really look look into your own thoughts. Like, what you tell yourself is what you listen to all the time. Is what you're channeling your your the water in your body to. Okay, like that's a bit far fetched, but you know what I mean. Like you're channeling <laughs> the energy into your own body. If you tell yourself I suck, and that's what I used to do. Like I realized how hateful my thoughts were. I was like everything I do would be like you're stupid, you suck, shut the fuck up. Like like why why are you even here? Like die 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 die. And, uh, no, but yeah, like. <laughs> You know, really write write these things down and remind yourself every single day. Do that. Like, re- say the good things that maybe today I'm strong, today yes. I grew, today I, I, I was kind, right? And and repeat that consistently to yourself and you realise that it manifests and it flowers. And say it to your friends, yeah. tell your family. You know it's hard to go to your parents. Like for us, it's so weird to go like, hey, daddy, love you and give them a hug. Like I, I do that with my mom because I um, only have my mom left. Yeah, okay. But maybe like some friends also, it's like sometimes a bit like, oh, okay, hey. But you, sometimes you want to express more but you don't know how. Like just, just do it. Like, don't worry about being lame or ashamed and all that stuff. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> Thanks Thank so much you. for being on this episode. Thank you for yeah. having me. And I think I'm going to have to check out astrology because of her. Yes. <laughs> Alright, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Pillow Talk with Narelle. Um, let us know what you think about what she said. And if you like this episode, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And also let us know who you want to see in the next one.